one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, AEW has beaten WWE to sign some top free agents. There's a bit of a backstage update on WWE potential roster cuts. From there, we're going to talk about AEW concern over travel schedules, collision, all of that stuff. And then, at the end... A little bit of CM Punk, who is pretty much going to be there for Collision's debut episode now. I'm Andy. Adam's not here. No one's here. I'm all on my own once again. But hey, we're going to get through this together. We can do this. We can pull it off. Let's begin this one by talking about Aussie Open. They have signed with AEW. And WWE was actually interested in picking them up at the same time. So it's quite an interesting situation. They are, of course, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. Kyle wrestled Orange Cassidy for the International Championship on last night's episode of Dynamite. After this, Tony Khan hopped on Twitter. He threw up the Is All Elite graphic. You know the score. You know how this company announces signings uh, for both gentlemen. Mark Davis currently injured. Uh, so, you know, he hasn't been around. He hasn't been on the show. Uh, but there you go. Aussie Open. One of the top tag teams on the planet, unsigned. Now they're signed. That's nice. Uh, Fightful Select actually reported a few hours before this um, that AEW and WWE were both interested in signing Aussie Open, but AEW in particular were very confident of landing the duo. And this turned out to be correct the same evening. Good stuff. Uh, On WWE's interest, uh, apparently Aussie Open had retained a representative for negotiations uh, and they had supporters in WWE as well. But obviously AEW have gone and signed them now. Um, A bunch of tag team wrestlers in AEW are understood to be proponents of Davis and Fletcher and the promotion had actually drafted up some short-term creative plans for them uh, prior to Davis getting injured. Uh, Mark has a suspected meniscus issue and him and Kyle were the IWGP and New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions prior to this weekend when they vacated the belts due to that injury. So, yeah, they've, they've gone from a real bummer situation there to a positive one. They've got contracts. That's nice. That's good. They've been working for New Japan without contracts, by the way, just so you know. Primarily with Will Ospreay and his crew in United Empire uh, and all of that stuff. But there's a really interesting note here, and it's just a nice thing to do here as well. Uh, Tony Khan is understood to have personally personally paid for Davis's surgery for his injury before they were even signed. So that's a nice thing to do. Good stuff. Billionaires using their wealth for something positive. You love to see it. Of course, paying for wrestling is also something positive that billionaires do quite a lot because 
wrestling's pretty good. Don't know if you knew that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm a big Aussie Open guy. I've been a big Aussie Open guy for a long time, since they broke out on the British and Australian Indies like four, five, six years ago, whenever the heck it was. Um, they've risen up. They've had a great year until Davis's injury of course, and they've really established themselves as one of the finest tag teams on the planet with no caveats. If you're, you might be familiar with the work in AEW, they've obviously done a bunch of appearances, Young Bucks match, stuff like that. Um, but if you've never seen their match with FTR from the UK last year, New Japan, check it out. Uh, it's just an absolutely epic, classically formatted, modern styled tag team match. Uh, track it down, you won't be disappointed. These guys rule, I'm very happy for them. Uh, they're very talented. Good stuff. And also, of course, AEW contract means they can still work for New Japan. So it's a win-win for them. You'd imagine that uh, WWE's offer was... If they if they made an offer, um, extending their interest, yeah, it's probably pretty good as well. But here's where we are. Anyway, let's move on somewhat and talk about potential WWE roster cuts, which has been something of a speculative topic since the Endeavor takeover in April. Well, there's some positive news somewhat on this. Uh, Nick Khan, and this is from Fightful Select... Apparently, around WrestleMania season, so early April, Nick Khan, WWE CEO, one of the big boys in that company, uh, told people in the sports agenting world that at that time, WWE were not planning on making any roster cuts. Now, of course, this was almost two months ago, um, an endeavor of taking over WWE, of course. That situation is that uh, it's effectively a UFC merger. TKO is the new company. Vince is heading up the wrestling operations. But interestingly, like, in, I, I don't really know what to make of this situation because do you trust a high-level sporting executive when it comes to... No! You should never take their word at face value when it comes to bits and pieces like this. They could just go ahead and uh, imagine they release like 20 people right tomorrow. Obviously, I hope they don't, but they can. It would be water off a duck's back. He won't care. They just say stuff. Um, also, in mid-April, he said that there'd probably be some budget cuts in some form, speaking with Lightshed partners. Uh, if you look at what Endeavor was able to take out cost-wise from UFC in 2016, or shortly after that deal was done, we have the same expectations here. We think 50 million is a really conservative number. So, expecting some kind of endeavor trimming. Now, maybe they've happened already and they just haven't been you know, made public. Maybe uh, some personnel or, or some departments that we don't see on TV have, have felt that, but no indication as of yet. Obviously, we certainly hope that there are no roster cuts in the company. It's unfortunate that when takeovers happen, these things do tend to coincide. Um, I hope they don't because I don't like seeing people lose their jobs. It's a sucky situation. And everyone should get paid. That'd be nice. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, let's move over to AEW again uh, and talk about the travel schedule. Interestingly, with the launch of Collision coming on the 17th of June, yeah, there's been a bit of concern uh, over speculative scenarios that could see people work two shows a week. PW Torch's Wade Keller came through with a report on this, uh, noting that if AEW and CM Punk were unable to resolve their issues, talk about that in a minute, uh, wrestlers weren't exactly thrilled about the scheduling implications. In fact, one source commented straight up that they didn't sign up to work two weekly TV shows. Uh, Now, AEW is seemingly planning some kind of roster split between Dynamite and Collision, so maybe that wouldn't be a factor, but there's more to consider here. Uh, Punk expected to headline Collision, Bunda Rosa, Andrade El Idolo, who else was part of that? Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, House of Black, they were on the poster. Interesting stuff there uh, to consider. Now, Keller notes that AEW may end up opting to have Dynamite wrestlers work dark matches, top-level Dynamite wrestlers work dark matches at uh, collision tapings if they feel they need to boost ticket sales. Uh, And if this happens, wrestlers are a bit concerned about the added travel days. Um, Well, this, you know, wouldn't be as pertinent on the week's when they opt to tape Collision either on a Wednesday or a Thursday or whatever. Um, But that, you know, most times probably going to be live on a Saturday. Uh, AW coming to Collision, whatever, 17th of June, all of that stuff. I think, yeah, like if you're a wrestler, and I'm obviously not, I mean, look at the actual state of me. um, One of the big appeals of AW probably is the more relaxed travel schedule. Obviously, WWE's travel schedule has raxed a lot over the past few years. It's not as chaotic as it used to be, but you're still on the road for a lot of the week. Um, AEW previously would have been like, hey, you work one day a week, see your family most of the time. Fantastic. Um, If you have a scenario where people are working both tapings, that appeal kind of dulls a little bit. So I'd imagine it would be rare where people would have to work both shows on the same week, but we'll see what happens with the streak with the split, sorry, and with Collision's launch. Uh, right, CM Punk, I've left him to the end now because, yeah, it's just kind of dragging on a little bit. Uh, but he wasn't announced for the Collision debut episode on last night's Dynamite. Simon Miller did a little video on that before the show. You can check that out on the channel. By the way, ups and downs is already up for Dynamite. So you can find out what Simon thought of Sabu. I didn't see that coming. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff. So check out ups and downs. It's already there. It's nice. It's great. It's tremendous. Um, Punk. Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reporting that even though Tony Khan didn't announce Punk for the United Centre on the 17th of June, it's pretty much happening. The two sides have cleared up their issues, they've uh, sorted a bunch of stuff together, 
final meeting between Tony Khan and CM Punk went well, according to Dave. The parties spoke and all of this stuff, and they actually worked out an agreement as well that means that nobody can speak publicly about what happened to All Out when, of course, CM Punk, A Steel, Larry the Dog, maybe had a big fight with the Elite. You, you know what happened. I don't need to go over it again. Interesting note on A Steel. He's going to be working for AEW, but he's going to be working from home, so he will not be at the shows. Of course, AEW let him go following Brawl Out then brought him back stealthily a couple of months later. Uh, Meltzer notes that Steel coming back was a sticking point uh, and among the things that prompted Punk being removed from the collision announcement last week. So there you go. If you're still on the board when it comes to this stuff, CM Punk update. You know my thoughts on all of this. I won't go over them again. Check out another video. You know what to do. Anyway, let's jump over to our questions from the YouTube community. Tomorrow, community as well. Look out for the post. Probably about 8, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll have another one up for tomorrow's questions. Uh, but the first question today comes from Jay Gibson, who asks, Do you think Solo will turn on Roman and take the titles? Of course, this weekend. Night of Champions. Uh, I keep calling it Clash at the Castle in my head. I don't think it's in Wales. No, it's definitely not in Wales. Uh, Solo Sokoa, Roman Reigns, trying to do what the Usos couldn't do, regain the tag team titles against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I don't think we're going to see Solo turn on him just yet. Um, although it would create an interesting situation because obviously he's the Usos' brother. He gets the belts. He's like, hey, guys, you want these? I don't know. That'd be weird. Uh, I think it'll be a bit more protracted than that. I honestly think that WWE's going to have a bit of balls here. I think Roman's going to lose the match. I think he's going to get pinned for the first time in heavens knows how long. And that'll give Solo like even more reason to go, hey, hold on a minute. You failed. You're, suppo you're supposed to be the guy setting the standards. You're the guy ostracizing my flesh and blood, the Usos, for losing. And now you've just done it. You suck. I'm going to beat you up in the future. Um, I think that's a long-term program and I don't think you'll see a full-on split this weekend. I could be wrong, but I think they can ride this horse for months and months to come. And I think Roman showing real weakness by taking the pin would be brave and it would be awesome and really good booking across the board. Uh, our next question today comes from Jay, just the letter J, shout outs to you, uh, asks, what are the odds that Punk screws the Elite out of a victory at Anarchy in the Arena? Of course, it's the Elite versus Blackpool Combat Club at Double or Nothing this Saturday. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think Punk's screwing anyone out of that match. Um, yeah, I, ju I just can't imagine them doing a kind of, unless this thing is a giant work, which it isn't because there's legal documents and, you know, like every single credible wrestling reporter around has come through with exclusives on this matter. You're not working all of them. Um, it, it's Punk and the Elite won't be working with each other anytime soon, I don't think, especially not as soon as this weekend. It seems to me that there's probably a few underlying issues that need to be resolved between those parties when they go, hey, let's get on TV and make money together. Now, is it something I want to see? Yeah, hell yeah. I'd love to see the Elite versus CM Punk and his mates. Um, after all we've been through. Sometimes that stuff makes for the best fictional wrestling television. But... Personally, I can imagine Kenny Omega and especially the Young Bucks going by reports. Yeah, they might have some some very justifiable reasons to not want to do something like that. So, hey, unless CM Punk goes into business for himself and is a shoot brother and he just interferes in the main event, uh, real fighting doesn't tend to go as well for him as we've seen. I'm just joking. I love CM Punk. I love all these people. I just want them to be happy and harmonious and, and wealthy and healthy. That's quite a good rhyme. 
Final question comes from Azar Musa. I think this is interesting. Asking, is there room for a third major promotion in the market? My short answer, no. No, I don't think there is. Um, just if you look at what AW's television ratings and, and, and ticket sales and whatever, whatever, the TV ratings are still good, right? They're finishing in the top 10, top five sometimes. Uh, they're going to get a nice big increase on their next TV rights deal if they haven't signed that already. They're in a good place, but they have stagnated to an extent and there doesn't seem to be... The peaks aren't quite what they used to be. We've settled in at this kind of 2.8, uh, 0.28 kind of level every single week, it seems. Um, WWE, good place. Ratings positive, attendance is positive. Obviously, they're richer than God. But I just, I don't get the impression that there's much of an appetite for another thing that's going to take market share away from those two companies, particularly with AEW's growth kind of stifling over the past year or so. Um, hey, look, I think it would be awesome right, if another billionaire comes through, gives us some other alternative, different type of product, gives people another place to work, gives people another negotiating chip where they can go, hey, I've got two offers, chief, what are you going to offer me? Uh, bargaining tool, all of that stuff. Goods, that'd be fun. But I don't think it would succeed and I don't think there's room for it. Unfortunately, you never know, however. Maybe it'll happen someday. But it would take another kind of billionaire person like a Tony Khan to come through, probably. Uh, yeah, there we go. My thoughts on it. What are your thoughts on it? Let me know down in the comment section below. Thank you for joining me for this solo video today. There'll be another one of these tomorrow. Uh, Wilborn's off. Fair play. Wish him well on whatever crazy camping weekend he's got planned. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, WhatCultureWW. Thank you so much for subscribing, clicking the like button. That stuff really does help us. It means a lot. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, meanwhile, at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, have you heard about the lonesome loser? It's me. It's me today. Great. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.